Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new little bevy. And this week, you guys, we are talking about AI and how to use AI to hack your life. We're going to be talking about what is artificial intelligence and how you can use it to make your life easier and boost productivity. We're getting ahead of it, you guys. Yeah. This is, it's giving science. It's giving science. And I was thinking about how when we first started the podcast, none of this stuff really was even happening just three and a half years ago. I know. And now it's huge. It's huge. We had like Siri and that was basically it. I never really was about Siri. Me neither. You know who loves Siri? Gen Z. Really? Oh my, oh my God, they love Siri. Really? Oh my gosh, yes. My sister's always using Siri. And what I'm does like, she even use Siri for? She's like, Siri, call this person, text this person. But uh, like she uses Siri all day. I've oh. never used Siri. The only recently started using Siri as of like two weeks ago. Because what could she do? What is she capable of doing? Just, you know what? I should look into it more because... I was on ADHD TikTok as per usual, and this girl was like, I just tell Siri all of my like passing thoughts. Because mm-hmm. if you say, if you like click, you don't have to say, hey Siri, but if you just like click the button and say, remind me to do X, Y, or Z, mm-hmm. then she just saves it to this list. And so I've just been doing that. I'll say like, remind me to, you know, email this person. Because if I don't write it down or do something in that exact moment, I will forget. <gasps> Wow. So I have been telling her to remind me to do a bunch of shit. I need that. Yeah. In the moment. Okay, we'll get in the moment. Yeah. We'll get into all of our Siri hacks. Yes. And AI hacks. But Natalie, what are we drinking? We're drinking. Oh, wait. Wrong. The bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the last survivors (laughs) at Gelson's. At Gelson's. That we have not explored. All right. We're drinking the Kern's Guava Nectar. I love it. Really? Exactly. As soon as I saw that, I knew it was a guava drink. I love Is it guava. juice? Is it soda? I it's don't know. It's juice. It's juice? Yes. Well, oh. that's what we have today, which is good because oh. our blood sugar is kind of low. Did you fully tell the listener what it is? I think so. Oh. Kern's guava nectar oh. juice, I guess. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say exactly. Oh, I love guava. They had guava and apricot. And I was like, apricot does not sound okay. Guava juice is what they have at like hotels, the breakfast buffet, all you can eat. And they always have like a good guava juice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, But it doesn't exist in like the it's real world. In Hawaii. Ugh. The only place I ever drink it's in Hawaii. Pog. Pineapple, orange, guava. I love, live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Kern's guava nectar. But you know what? We'll, we'll give our true rating at the end. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Nat, how's your weekend? I've had a busy week. I've had a busy, like— I've seen you three days in a row. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. we've. I've had a lot of, like, social events. It's been nice. What about you? I have been to two—I will go on my third concert in a week tomorrow. Oh, my God. What's tomorrow? John Mayer. John Mayer? Okay, listen. I need to, yeah. What? <laughs> okay. 
One of my favorite songs of all time is In Your Atmosphere by John Mayer. Right. It's only on his live from Los Angeles album. He's only performed it live. He's never recorded an actual version of it. Right. I found out he was going to be in LA, and I never look at set lists, but I was like, if he's playing In Your Atmosphere— This is my only shot. I have to go. Right. Set list, he's playing it. I tell Joe, and he's like, I'm in. But last week, we went and saw Doja Cat. Yep. And then we saw Burna Boy. Back-to-back yeah. nights. Yes. Thursday I just, and then Friday. I know. I was like, wow, you guys are hitting the circuit. We really were out and about on the town. Where is John Mayer playing? The Forum. I was going to say, it's got to be like a— Oh, well, the Forum's actually pretty fucking big. He, it's sold out. Wow. John Mayer is one of the biggest artists of our generation. Yeah. And he is playing Your Body is Wonderland. Of course. At first, I like was joking to Joe. I'm like, imagine if you played your body as a Wonderland. And then I looked at the set list. I was like, don't you think he has to play that every single time? That's like the song that made him famous. I just feel like at some point, like he has other songs. I always think about that when I go to concerts and it's like, you know, they have to play that one song that like everyone knows. And I always think, are they sick of this fucking Oh, he's got to hate your body as a Wonderland. Right? I'm like, or like Justin Bieber has to do like baby in some capacity at every single fucking Well, he show. hates performing. That's he true. He stopped doing he that. Absolutely. He, he was like, mm, I'm going to stop doing that. He's like, this. I hate this entirely. But I always, every time one of those songs comes on, I'm like, are they sick of this shit? Yeah. He's not playing it at the end. He's playing it like in the middle. Yeah. Of like the show. And that's the one that everybody's going to lose their fucking mind over. And like, here's the thing. I'm laughing at it now. When I'm there, gonna I'm going to be, be like, your body is the one land. I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. I think it's going to be another one of those concerts where you're like, oh, I surprisingly know every single one of these. That's what happened at Coldplay. Yeah. I was like, I was laughing at me and Joe going. I yeah. Said, this is hilarious. Like Coldplay. Every one of the best song. concerts I went to all year. I know. We had so much fun. That always happens to me at music festivals where I'm like, oh, I'll see them. Like, I like them. But like, uh. and then it's like, oh, I know every single fucking song. Yeah. The big surprise one for me was Maroon 5. Oh, what? Of course. I mean, I was just like— They got banger after banger. I know, but I, mean, I, I didn't think like, oh, I love Maroon 5. Like, I'm yeah. so—but it's like, when I tell you every single song, every single song. Mm-hmm. And that made it really fun because it's like— And everyone knows every single song. Yeah, that was Coldplay. There was literally—I mean, it was like a two-hour show. There was two songs we didn't know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We knew every single song. <laughs> so then tomorrow's John Mayer? Tomorrow's John Mayer. Okay. But I'm just like, we're really out here in these streets. I know. You know, I've never been to a show with somebody like John Mayer, where it's like— Singer-songwriter? Yeah, they can't do much other than oh, play the guitar just, and stand there. Oh, yeah. He will be standing there. Or sitting. Or sitting. Standing and sitting, maybe. But it kind of makes you wonder, like, does he have banter? Oh, yeah. He's really funny. Yes. So I think I was watching some stuff on TikTok and he like talks in between and like tells jokes. Oh, okay. and like I actually think it's going to be really fun. I think so too. The crowd will be very tame. Yeah. And then I'm like, everyone's going to be like a elder millennial. I know. If not, maybe even some Gen Xers in there. Probably older. Yeah. Some boomers. I don't know. Maybe. No, that's like Dave Matthews band. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, wow, I'm really like, this is one It'd of those shows, like, if I had kids, I'd bring them to them and be like, I fucking go to John Mayer with my mom. Or, right. They'd be like, I actually really don't want to go, but my mom's forcing me. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting out there. So well, we're hey. out in these streets. Fun. Yeah. Fun. But let's get into AI. Let's do it. Which has absolutely nothing to do with John Mayer. Hey. But you don't know. He might be writing these songs You never know. You never AI. know. Maybe he's going to be one of those people that, like, that weird thing where it's like you can ask 
a celebrity. Oh, we and could it's ask like, John Mayer. Yes, but it's like an AI version of that For songwriting advice. <laughs> so creepy. Okay, so let's um, discuss why we chose this topic. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all heard of life hacks, but what about AI-enhanced life hacks for productivity? Ooh. As we've witnessed its development in a, at a lightning-fast pace since the beginning of 2023, AI has already been deeply integrated into our day-to-day activities, whether we know it or not. With the help of AI-powered tools, we can now spend less time on simple yet effort-demanding tasks like writing emails, social post captions, planning workout routines, answering simple questions, and keeping track of day-to-day tasks. AI can help make everyday life easier and more efficient with new and helpful apps constantly introduced to our lives. Yeah, and I feel like maybe I want this episode to give people like, oh, like, I can do that. I feel like maybe AI seems like this big mysterious thing. Like, oh, I can't, like, I don't know how to use that. Right. But, or just like that is scary because it's like, what are they even fucking doing? Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. I get it. But what are some fun facts? Well, nearly 77% of devices today use AI technology in one form or another. So you guys are already interacting with the AI AI. Siri, Alexa, all those people. Right. By 2030, AI will add $15.7 trillion to the world's GDP, boosting it by 14%. Also, in Japan, there are hotels entirely staffed by robots and running using AI technology. Mm, see, that's where I'm, I can't get See, down. but I feel like for like an introvert, it might be like, oh, I don't have to check in with anybody. Yeah, but I also am like, we've all had How are they the entirely stuck? Are they That's cleaning the room? That's what I'm saying. Well, I also just feel like we've all come into that situation where it's like, this even just happened to our friend. Her wedding or her marriage license, <laughs> AI flagged it as like the rabbi's signature looked like it didn't spell rabbi or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And AI flagged it and they denied it. And then on the phone talking to a person, she was like, Okay, but you know that that says <laughs> rabbi. And they're like, yeah. But, but we the, still The have, computer does not. But the computer doesn't. And so it's like, we have to have some sort of, there has to be a person at some point mm-hmm. with more logic and reason than a computer. For sure. You no, know? for sure. Also, interestingly, most AI bots are women. Of the course. I know, right? The gender imbalance in AI has been trending ever since the birth of Siri, Alexa, Cortana. There are all these women. Like, oh, I'm here to help you. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. But I also feel like you wouldn't, (laughs) I know, you wouldn't want to be like, hey, Jeff. Like, what? And you'd be like, hey. uh, Like, because, you know, Jeff doesn't. Let me circle back. Jeff doesn't fucking know. Yeah, let me circle back on that. Or you're you're not going to trust him because he's saying something confidently, but he, it's probably not right. Not right. (laughs) You know? I can totally see that. (laughs) Also, Sophia another woman, a lifelike humanoid, has been granted citizenship in Saudi Arabia. It has sparked debate with people wondering whether or not robots should have rights. See, that's where it gets very dystopian and bleak. Where I'm like, what the fuck? But also, like, why? Why? (laughs) Like, we have so many things to worry about. Why is Sophia applying for citizenship in Saudi Arabia? Right. Right. That doesn't make any sense. I just, like, can't—I couldn't imagine my, like, waking up in the morning and be like, mm, today, like, my task is to make sure Sophia gets citizenship. citizenship and has rights? I just always, like— As a non I'm always like, how do people have time to computer? do that or worry about that? It's a great question. It's a great question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> okay, so if you're listening and you keep wondering what is AI or we keep talking about it or you've heard artificial intelligence but you're not really sure, what 
is artificial intelligence? So by definition, artificial intelligence, or AI, is the ability of a digital computer or computer-controlled robot to perform tasks commonly associated with intelligent beings. The term is frequently applied to the project of developing systems endowed with the intellectual processes characteristic of humans, such as the ability to reason, discover meaning, generalize, or learn from past experience. That's a whole big part of it is machine learning. Right. And so that they keep evolving. They're not like one program that just stays the same. Like it, it right. is constantly bettering itself. It has to continue to learn. Yes. So why should we lean into it? Well, if you add AI into your daily life today, you not only position yourself at the forefront of technology advancements, but also benefit from improved efficiency, significant time savings, and hopefully more mental energy-free for important projects. AI makes mundane tasks easier, offers insights based on vast data that the human brain cannot process quickly and learns from our behaviors for continued refinement. Moreover, as industries and societies move towards more AI-driven processes, being familiar and adept with these technologies ensures you stay relevant and prepared for the future. Mm -hmm. So here are some ways that AI should, why you should make AI part of your day-to-day life. The first one being efficiency and productivity. AI processes vast amount of information in split seconds. For instance, consider AI-driven email sorting or smart home gadgets. These tools rapidly analyze data, predict what you will like, and take action accordingly, freeing up your time for more critical tasks or leisure. Mm-hmm. Another thing is personalization. Whether it's music recommendations on Spotify, shopping suggestions on Amazon, or curated content on a streaming service, AI learns from your behaviors and tastes. This continuous learning ensures that your experiences become increasingly tailored over time, making your daily tasks more fulfilling and less time-consuming. I think that's why everybody loves TikTok, because their algorithm and their AI is so good at knowing yeah. the randomest niche fucking thing that you are into at that moment. Oh, I cannot tell you what me and Joe watched last night on TikTok Live. Oh, not on TikTok <laughs> Live. It was bad. It was bad. You got to tell. You have to tell us. We're you all guys, on this you, journey. You guys know that my TikTok Live is fucked. very concerning. So now I'm on ASMR TikTok Live. Oh, okay. Okay, so which is less weird, right? right? And it's like nighttime and people like watch it to fall asleep. Right. And this woman, I get her and she's like, hey guys, like I'm going to do snowy mountain soon. Like my snowy mountain experience, which is okay. a ASMR experience. So I'm watching it while and Joe's brushing his teeth and stuff. I'm in bed, and then he gets in bed, and I'm waiting for her to start it. She's setting up. She has her mic. Okay. Then she puts bubble wrap on top of it. Okay. Then she pours shaving cream on top of the bubble wrap on Ooh. top of the mic. Oh, okay. It starts to look like a snowy <gasps> a mountain. mountain. Then she has to put on all her lights to the blue color. Uh-huh. And then she gets like a, a long tube and attaches it to the camera and fills it with snow. <gasps> but this process takes her about 20 minutes to do. So I'm sitting here <laughs> and Joe gets in bed and goes, what are you watching? And go, I need this lady to do the snowy mountain so that I yeah. can go to bed right. because I've invested so much time into yeah. this. And he starts watching it and he goes, what the fuck is this? But then she starts snowy mountain and she puts on um, music. She starts going, <gasps> oh, <gasps> and breathing into the mic. Oh my God. And then she has like, I don't know how she has it, but snow blowing around. And then she's touching the shaving cream on the um, 
mic and it's making sounds like, oh my God. Oh, and she has a simulator of um, the sound of walking on snow. So it's like crunch, oh. crunch. Yes. <gasps> and then that's about a five minute experience. Oh and then she God. unsets and she has another one that she does called like Rainy Car. <gasps> and then she like, I want to be on this TikTok. Oh, okay. Live. This sounds great. It takes a lot for her to set up. Yeah, but it's the middle. Like the payoff is fantastic. It is. I was really excited when she was like, yeah. We're at Snowy <gasps> Mountain. That sounds really fantastic. Anyway, sorry, that was very long-winded. But yeah, that's my personalization. <laughs> well, I love that. Okay, what are what's another reason we should make AI part of our day-to-day life? Well, also safety and security. AI-powered security systems offer better safety, like smart cameras or predictive threat analysis tools. They can figure out the difference between regular and suspicious activities, ensuring your personal and digital realms are better protected. All right. There's also health and well-being. So wearables with AI can monitor health metrics in real time, predicting potential issues or suggesting lifestyle changes based on the data. Early integration could lead to better health. And actually, I am using an AI health and well-being device technically. because Well, it's not technically, it is. Because I have my insulin pump and my Dexcom, which is my blood sugar reader, and they're on a loop. So they talk to each other. To be able to, like, you know, yeah. help monitor my my blood sugar. And make sure you don't die. Make sure I don't pass away. <laughs> but, you know. Okay, so here are some ways you can utilize AI to maximize efficiency in your everyday life. Number one is real-life smart homes, smart houses. Oh, my gosh, the movie Smart House. That was, like— Remember the, it? That was, like, the coolest thing to ever happen. I know. I wanted to the live screen. in that house. Oh my god! The screen walls so badly. Well, that's kind of like um, the uh, that thing in Vegas, <gasps> the dome the, or whatever the ball or the sphere, the sphere, the sphere. <laughs> yes, that was literally the walls yes. in Smart House. I know. So advanced devices ranging ranging from intelligent thermostats to voice activated assistants for basic home management tasks are making life easier. These devices have the capability to learn and adapt to your habits and preferences. For instance, an AI-infused thermostat doesn't just follow a set schedule, but learns your routines, optimizing temperature settings for comfort and energy efficiency. I tried to get one of these, but my... Homeowners Association doesn't allow us to have it, but it's a whole thing. HOA can be arrested. (sighs) Security systems equipped with AI can recognize regular household members and potential intruders, offering enhanced safety. Yeah. Even lighting can be automated as well, with systems changing the light level based on the room's time of day or activity. But the real power of AI is more than just automation. Advanced Smart home devices now have predictive analysis and interconnect capability. Devices communicate with each other, ensuring that your morning alarm might signal your coffee machine to start brewing or tell your blinds to open. AI can make our living spaces into effortless and welcoming environments that cater to our needs. Mm. That is giving smart house. It's giving smart house. Next is writing personal and professional emails. Writing assistant tools can make writing emails much less stressful. They offer real-time grammar checks, ensuring flawless syntax and word choice so your message is always delivered in tip 
tip-top shape. By assessing your input's goals and desired tone of voice and comparing those to a vast amount of data, AI is the perfect assistant to help with writing simple and short emails. Moreover, with features like Smart Compose in platforms like Gmail, AI predicts and suggests complete sentences, expediting the writing process entirely. Another thing that AI can assist you with is suggesting an intention-grabbing subject line that resonates with your reader, helping your email to stand out in their inbox. It makes your emails more persuasive and effective without investing significant time and energy in manually crafting each message. Emails take for fucking ever. Like, for I real. Okay, you know, guys know I love writing an email. She loves an email. But when I tell you, I will AI an email real fast. Yeah. And you can type in the type of audience. You're like, hey, so this is my boss who I'm not getting along with right now. There's some beef, blah, 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 blah. Can you do this? And can you ask them, you know, for their availability, blah, blah, blah. But I want to be nice and I want to be— you can put it yes. the tone, the this, the that, the, the, the circumstances. Yes. Where you're trying to hint at but not be too obvious. And it mm-hmm. will— boop, 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 boop. It'll and give you, you can, some ideas. Oh, it'll if give you If not the, the entire email perfectly laid out. Yes. You I know? love it. You can also use it for brainstorming social media posts. AI tools can suggest captions that resonate with current trends, memes. Oh my gosh, I would love to see what would come up. I know, right? <laughs> or cultural references that you provided. Ensuring content remains relatable and timely. You can also have AI plan out a schedule for you to optimize visibility in your brand or for the company that you work for. Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, even we know a lot of people that work in social media. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, that could really help expedite your turnaround time. Yeah. Another thing is calendar management. So AI-driven calendar management tools can help you avoid the dreaded accidental calendar conflict. Programs such as XAI and Clara analyze— Another woman. Another (laughs) woman. Analyze your calendar preferences and even communication patterns to propose optimal meeting times. Embracing these tools eliminates the back-and-forth email exchanges, making sure your calendar is always optimized for maximum productivity. Also, you can do to-do lists. You Love can, a to-do list. You can, yeah. You can elevate your task management with AI-enhanced to-do lists with apps like Todoist and websites like Goblin.tools. Using their intelligence algorithms, they can translate a muddled thought into task suggestions, categorizations, and reminders that align with your productivity goals, ensuring your daily tasks are both organized and optimized. I've used that before. I've used goblin.tools. And you can literally talk into it and just be like, so basically everything that's on my mind is that this is driving me crazy <laughs> and like da 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 and I have to do this, and I have to do that. And then it will just spit out like a, here's a list and like steps to do it. Oh, oh my God, I love so a step. nice. And finally, virtual assistants. Virtual assistants are software applications on devices like mobile phones, smart home controllers, and laptops like Siri and Alexa. They interact with users through voice commands and use artificial intelligence to process and complete requests. Today's AI-driven virtual assistants include predictive analytics, natural language processing, and machine learning capabilities. This allows them to understand context, decipher nuanced commands, and even anticipate user needs. AI-driven virtual assistants can help in day-to-day life by providing various services and functions, such as accessing information, like answering questions, checking the weather, reading the news. They can also provide recommendations and suggestions based on the user's preferences. They can also control smart devices like lights, thermostats, cameras, locks, etc. And they can perform tasks. So like we were saying at the top, setting reminders, alarms, timers, appointments, and more. 
Yeah. So let's get into some of these apps or applications. Or applications. <laughs> some may say applications. <laughs> that you can actually use AI with. Yeah. And I think the number one that everyone has heard of is chat GPT, which I was calling GBT for a long time. That but you really can't. Like GPT? GBT. GPT. GPT. Um, Well, ChatGPT is a natural language processing tool powered by advanced generative AI. It can understand human language and respond conversationally. ChatGPT can give instant answers on almost every topic on the internet and offers advice, creative inspiration, professional input, and learning opportunities. I would say it's a really great place to start with just like, what can AI do? It can Mm -hmm. make like, a lot. It can make your workout plan, your diet plan, your um, meal prep plan. It can yeah. write the email for you. Like, I would just go on there and kind of like play, play around with it. Yeah. And also just remember too that just because it's AI doesn't mean that it's smarter than you. No. Because sometimes definitely. it will give you the wrong answer. 100%. Definitely double check. 100%. And before you like copy and paste an email, just yeah. make sure you read it thoroughly. Because I have gotten and I'm like, oh shit, that's not right. Yeah. Alexa, she can create to-do lists. She can set up alarms. She can stream podcasts. She can play audiobooks. Moreover, Alexa can provide real-time information on weather, traffic, news, sports, and more. Go to www.alexa.com. <laughs> also, like we said, Siri, Siri. Little Miss Siri. She uses voice queries and a natural language user interface to function, and it can make phone calls, send text messages, answer questions, and offer recommendations. It delegates requests to several internet services. Moreover, Siri can adapt to users' language, searches, and preferences. Then this is one that I've never seen before researching this epi, and that is Bing AI. So in February 2023, Microsoft announced its new version of the Bing search engine with an AI chat feature powered by the same technology as ChatGPT, GPT-4. Yeah, it's their, like, more recent one. Oh, okay. There's, like, GPT-3.5 and GPT-4. And then GPT-4. Okay. So the AI chat app offers complete answers to users that can be summarized for better clarity. Users get an improved and interactive chat interface for complex conversations, such as planning a trip itinerary, etc. Bing AI is also capable of creative writing, such as interview preparations, essay writings, and more. You know, I saw this ad for this, or maybe it wasn't even an ad, but for this AI thing where if you're going to like interview for a certain industry, it has like all these different industries. You sent this to me. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can put it in and then you can do a sample interview where it like listens to you and then they give you feedback on your answers and like, hey, like you should answer in this way and like you can keep practicing with it. I know. My gosh. Um, there's also Otter AI. Otter AI uses artificial intelligence to develop speech-to-text transcription applications. Hmm. Otter apps allow users to document automatic meeting notes with real-time transcriptions or recorded audio. Users can use Otter AI chat in meetings to ask questions and get instant answers. Multiple users can also collaborate with Otter AI to hold discussions. The AI application can also generate content such as writing emails, meeting summaries, and action points. And I also just saw on Zoom, have you noticed Zoom AI at the bottom? No. So I just noticed it this week, but in the bottom of the Zoom toolbar, it says Zoom AI, and it'll transcribe your meeting. It'll, like, listen oh to the God. meeting, and it'll, like, what—I think you can interact with it, too. I don't See, know. See, the one thing that I do 
fear and that I'm like, I really should read the terms and conditions, but you know I never will. Oh, it's like like, they own whatever you say. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Do they own literally every single word that I just said? Probably. Potentially. Probably. Potentially. Yeah. So here are some more fun little ways that you can use AI to hack your life. You can plan meals, plan workouts, organize a messy computer desktop, write a wedding speech, hopefully not your vows, you guys. Yeah. But you know, if you had to Somebody's just, probably going to do it. Oh, probably someone already has. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like we said, write an email, appeal an insurance denial. You can get homework help. You can identify diseases and plants. You can make a Spotify playlist. I mean, there's a million things. Like You can just get creative uh-huh. with all the different things that you can do with AI. Yeah. So we hope you guys learn more about AI, what it is, and how to use it to maximize your productivity. Okay, now, let's circle back on the guava juice from Kearns. And I'm going to introduce our hottie of the week because Natalie was like, what the fuck are you talking about when I chose her? Right. Well, just because I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, I chose Alicia Vikander from Ex Machina, which is the, like, she plays like an AI bot. Yeah. And I've heard it's a great movie. Oh, it's amazing. You yes. really, really like it. Yeah. Um, so this Kern's Guava Nectar, here's the thing. I love guava. It's a little bit too. It's very sweet. It's just giving like— It's straight up guava juice. Yeah. I feel like it could go for a carbonation. Yeah, I just want like something to lighten it up. Yeah. She's it's, she's thick. She's thick. Oh, she'd be a great like mixer? Yeah. For, like vodka or something? Yeah. Tequila? Oh, that would be good. <gasps> Tequila in this with a lime? Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so good. With a maraschino cherry? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, like, inventing a drink here. It sounds cocktail. so good. Okay, so one to Alicia. Alicia? Alicia. Alicia Vikander. I'm going to give it— um, I'm going to give it a six. I was going to give it a seven. So six and a half. Six and a half out of Alicia Vikander. Yes, Alicia. <laughs> or Name Alicia. that movie. I don't know. School of Rock. Oh. He goes, yes, Alicia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, we're playing 200 questions. Now, we're not answering 200 questions, but we are picking a question one through 200. And it's impossible that we've done all of them. We've done a lot of them. We've done a lot of them, but there are 200. Okay. So... Chances are we haven't done. I'm doing 164. 164. Not to make you scroll until the end of time. Oh, hey, no, I got it quick. Oh, this is a very interesting one. Oh, no, that means it's hard. When people look at you, what do you think they see slash think? Like, what do you think? I think they assume about me. Yes. What do you think they see slash think? So I think that could be either physically see or assume? Well, I'm going to have to start with my race. I feel like you've uh-huh. got to be like, mm, what is she? Right. Um, so I, I would assume confusion. <laughs> like, People are generally confused by my aura. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I would I would assume that's like people's first thought. Um, and when my hair is out, probably like, probably noticed my curly hair because it's really big. Uh-huh. I don't know, like, what you would assume about me. It's a very weird question. I know. Well, there's, like, a little descriptor. It says, I like this question because by explaining the gap of how they think the world views them versus what they are really like, you get to learn a lot about them. Oh, okay. So what do I think people assume about me? Um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like maybe easier for you to answer about me. Really? Yeah. No, because I don't live it's, your experience. Well, it's like, ho- I feel like I know what people assume about me. But you I do? do? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have no idea. Maybe that, like, I'm responsible. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I have no idea. I guess, but this would be like a stranger. Like, if somebody just looked at you. Like I, a first impression. No idea. Completely. I have no idea. None. I don't, I've, I've never thought about being perceived. Oh, see, I think about it too much. I hate being perceived so much. Oh, see, I never think about it. Oh, I hate being perceived. <laughs> okay, well, I do think that people probably at first, you know. <laughs> think about my race. <laughs> well, only because I've witnessed it. <laughs> yeah. Where people are like, are you like Native American or are you like, you know. Yeah, when I was a baby, people thought I was Hispanic because I was really, really, really light and then I had dark hair. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as I've grown into my pigment, <laughs> I don't like Hispanic anymore, but I did at one point. I mean, I don't know. Um, anyways, one through 200, Matt. Um, I'm going to do 188. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry to make you scroll all the way to the bottom. Ooh. What do you wish you could tell yourself 10 years ago? And then what do you think you'll want to tell your current self 10 years from now? It's giving therapy mm. exercise. Oh, it's giving therapy. Ten years ago, I was 20. Oh, God. Oof. Dark times. Ten years ago, I would tell myself to not be so hard on myself. Mm. Very unnecessarily. Just like so hard on myself. And in 10 years from now, I would probably say... You'll be 40. I'll be 40. I'll probably say to believe in myself more. When you're 40? Yeah. Okay. I think I would tell myself now, like, you got to believe in yourself a little more. And I think I think that because my therapist and my cousin, who was also a therapist, both told me that last week. Oh, really? They were like, I'm actually offended (laughs) by how, like, little you, like, believe in yourself. And I was like, huh. Getting that message (laughs) twice this week. I don't know. Unprompted. Really? Yes. So I feel like maybe that's what I'm supposed to know right now. So in 10 years, I would probably. Like a little reminder. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. See, okay, yours was like great advice for everyone. Mine, just ignore I said anything. Hey, listen. Ever. Um, Well, you guys, we hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And we'll be back next week with another one. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.